Welcome, and thank you for tuning into Organ in the official podcast of Ology Research Group, exploring contemporary social issues via data insights and change. According to Blink, a company which provides motion detection home security systems, the likelihood of having a package stolen may depend on where you live. California had a per capita package theft rate of 0.62, 0.19 in New York, so you're more likely to get your package stolen in California, 0.66 in Florida, and a whopping 26% in North Dakota. On this episode, we'll talk about these rates and the risks associated with leaving packages on our doorsteps. Present to talk about this, from New York, we have myself, Carl. Jasmine. And recording from a state you're more likely to have your package stolen, California, <laughs> we have... Hey there, Casey. And Courtney. Courtney, take it away. So I was reading through the stats as well about like the packages being stolen in more rural states. So if you actually look at the overall state map, you'll see that it's more middle America has more higher chance of being in red. And I'm wondering... To me, I feel like if you live in an apartment building or where there's a lot more like condensed living situations, I thought that's where more package would, packages would get stolen because they have to leave it out. You have to go to the mailroom. You have to pick it up. But maybe since it's part of the norm and it's more of a community of the people who live in your apartment building versus in the rural parts of America, it's kind of like it's out in the open and then strangers will just drive by and take off your package. I'm wondering what you guys think of how that involves with like a community dynamic just because it does seem a little weird that less people means more packages are stolen versus like more condensed areas mean that there's less packages stolen. Hmm. Casey. Um, so I guess what you're saying is, is this statistics in that small sample size versus large sample size and security where like you're living in a secure neighborhood versus an open ended community. I think it's interesting that the rural area would have more packages stolen because mm -hmm. you would think the rural community is a lot more um, closer and they have more of a, a social cohesion than, let's say, in a, um, in a in like city where you don't really know your neighbors that well. So mm -hmm. the social pressure and social cohesion, you mean that you know your neighbor, you have intimate knowledge of their affairs, would make it more likely for you to do stuff that, you know, you wouldn't uh, particularly engage in, like, negative social uh, uh what do you want is this a word for it? like behaviors are socially considered not appropriate there's a word for it i just you know. <laughs> um but when you're saying that i'm totally throwing curveball but you know higher rates of substance abuse and opiate crisis are also in rural areas carl so are you saying that there is a possibility that um, having high rates of substance use could be connected in some way to stealing Amazon packages. You may be right. I was actually looking at it from from a different <laughs> from a different perspective because how do you know that your package was stolen if it was stolen? You know what I mean? Like you had to have known that it was there first. And then it no longer be there to recognize that it was stolen. It's like with your car. If you drive your car like to the supermarket, you go into the store and then you leave and your car is not there anymore. You know it was stolen. But could it also have been or could it also be the case that in these states there's higher rates of maybe the delivery truck just not going to where the package is supposed to be? 
You think so? Well, we get, like, Amazon will tell you order dropped or order confirmed and things like that. Like, they'll tell you when things are supposed to be delivered. I was thinking it's because there's a there's more space in between houses, so there's less chances of you getting seen. If you need to run away, you could easily run away versus, like, in an apartment, the chances of someone else coming in to find you because there's so much, like, walking traffic mm-hmm. that they'd be like, that's not your apartment number or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's a higher chance of someone noticing you doing a bad thing versus um, not, I guess. Because mm-hmm. that's how they do it in our apartment now. They just, they used to, earlier in the year, they used to leave the package right in front of our door. But mm-hmm. now they just leave it all in the lobby and you kind of just have to, you know, dig through them and find yours and then take it. Um, and there's mm-hmm. like no camera down there or anything like that. But nearby where my aunt lives, um, she lives in a house, so not an apartment. And apparently they're stealing mail over there. And we sent a baby, sh- we sent baby shower invites for January and a whole bunch of our friends in different states got theirs, but my aunt didn't get hers. So we we're like, maybe oh. they stole the baby shower invitation. <laughs> Whoever it is, I hope they buy something for us. <laughs> oh man, what do you think, Jasmine? This is um, the peak time for packages to be stolen. Um, I'm reading a report right now for in Washington State. Um, there's a town. There's like a county called Spokane County, and last year there was reports that. Just in people's homes, um, 76 people reported that there was packages or mail that was stolen from them. And so that's just like, this is in like a rural community in Washington state. So, I mean, this is happening everywhere. Um, and this is not just including like Amazon packages or anything. These are like letters and other types of mail. So I just feel that there's also reports that, um, UPS and postal services are making less revenue. Um, they're reporting a financial loss because there's declines in like mail volume as well. And so people aren't just, you know, sending letters anymore. Everything's like digital. Um, and just the revenue that they're making in the commercial packages for Amazon or eBay or other e-commerce companies and retailers isn't able to make up the loss in revenue. So I think this is also like, it's interesting to see how this has like a spiral effect in not only people's lives, but then also like companies and all these other entities as well. Mm -hmm. And also there's like identity theft. Um, So if, if people are taking somebody's mail, you know, you could just, take if they could take the name and anything and who knows what they could do with it they can open up a credit card and use a fake social security or something so you you have you have to be like more vigilant now with those types of things Mm -hmm. agreed i think that's why i think we talked about it the last time too about like the increase in sales of the things like from the original stats the blink that um Carl was talking about also like ring and just all the doorbell particular services that actually videotape it. So you can see and take pictures of people that are like taking things off your porches. Mm -hmm. But you know, that doesn't make 
make the whole thing safer. You know, like somebody can just roll up with the ski mask and then take your package anyway. But I guess that's you true. Know. <laughs> but it's less. But it's less suspicious. Like if you're not, like you can pretend, like oh, look at this person who's just visiting their friend, and they can just walk up and take it and leave. Mm-hmm. And then their face is kind of like on the camera. I'm surprised how many like face faces that they actually pick up. Because I'm like, if you see the camera and you're still going to take it, I don't understand. <laughs> But there was, like, this one thing that was going viral of there's this one doorway. Every time there was a package dropped off, someone stole it. And he was just had, like, iterations and iterations of his packages getting stolen. He's like, forget it. I was like, aw, Amazon Locker, my friend. Oh, yeah, that's the alternative, right? Mm-hmm. I've never done Amazon Locker before. But I guess if you do have a theft issue, that might be a good way to go. Yeah, I, I send stuff to my work because I know that no one will steal it because there's like a whole bunch of security. So all of my packages get sent to my office and I just take them home from there because I don't trust my apartment. I've seen a lot of people do that too. Um, it's it's like a big trend too because you never know if you live in either in an apartment or a house. It's just safer that you know you'll get it at work. Mm-hmm. You would just be like that person that gets all these packages and everybody's like, oh, look, more mail for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I always, I think one time I saw there was like eight, eight whole like boxes of Lacroix that was delivered to the apartment, and I'm like, man, someone could just easily take a box of Lacroix, and I don't know if anyone would notice right now. <laughs> it was just sitting in the middle of our mailroom. It's like, ah, oh, that trust. There's a lot of trust going on in my apartment building. <laughs> you know, um, that's interesting. You said that on the show, Adam ruins everything. The first mm-hmm. episode he had was about security. And essentially, his argument in the end is that security does only work when you trust in the system and everybody else. Because mm-hmm. anything, any measure you have for security, like key lock and like pin code, credit card, it can be stolen easily. But 99.99% of people don't steal it because they believe in, you know, being fair and not do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And even those numbers are high, it's pretty low in terms of stealing packages. Sure. Well, it's actually kind of scary, too, though, because I saw that episode and I was like, oh, false sense of security. I'm like, hmm, I'm still going to buy this because it still makes me feel safe. So I'm just a sucker for general security things. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be because I'm a female. But then you hear all these stories about, like, people following people into the apartment buildings and, like, beating people up and stuff, which has seemed to be, like, more recent. Mm -hmm. Or at least in downtown L.A., there's been more reportings of something like that, like this someone would follow this person in and just beat up like the 63 year old with like a table and then he left and it was like not aggravated anything like that. I'm like, that's so freaky or <laughs> at least scary for me. Cause I see people walking around my apartment and then mm-hmm. it makes you be paranoid and then stereotype a little bit without wanting to do it. But then you're like, your inner anxiety kicks in. You're like, it's probably nothing, but I'm also scared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Car, you're gonna say something. Yeah, I was just gonna say that it's always good to be vigilant, always, mm-hmm. no matter what, and then also have um, a high sense of situational awareness. Like you, you have a pretty good sense of when you see something and it it kind of feels off, or you see somebody behaving erratically. You kind of just you know maybe walk the other way and not you know you know potentially avoid a situation. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Yeah. Well, it's a crazy world. 
There's this lady that stays around my apartment complex. She doesn't go inside the building, but she like hovers around outside. They think she's kind of mentally ill t- in some capacity. But like, I understand like everyone be nice, like no, 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 no. But at the same time, it does make me uneasy that at any point in time, if she wanted to follow someone into the building, she totally could. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what she's gonna do. No one's gonna do anything. Because me as a female, I also don't feel safe doing something. So I'm like, then you're kind of like in this stuck situation. I'm like, I want to be a good person. But I also pay lots of money to live here. And I'm now I'm scared. What do I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a weird moral dilemma on a day-to-day. It's like, mm, she's in the corner over there now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, you know that um, how they have these... It, uh, do they still have that where Amazon can, like, the delivery person can come and unlock your door, leave the package inside, and then walk away? I'm not sure. I feel like that was a thing, and then I haven't heard of anything in a while, so maybe the test was bad. So they ended it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> I'm not giving someone the key to my house. Nah, yeah. you never know. It's better to, to be safe. I'd rather lose a package than lose everything in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Casey? What about? Mm, no, I wouldn't do that either. Um, I just, uh, yeah. I I don't, I don't know how I feel because it, it's kind of. Um, my friend told me a while ago because um, we had this conversation with him about security. And he, he, he is a very honest and genuinely nice person who has a really good intention. And he basically said, locks are for good people. It doesn't really, it's not very effective. But essentially, we're just saying it's like, it's basically good people use locks. But if you really want to get inside the house, you'll figure a way to get inside the house. And I always believe in that. Um, for me, I just said positive intention and say, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to believe have faith in my fellow human being that they wouldn't do that. Um, I, I go to the, uh, the the 24 hour around here and usually I would lock my locker because um, in there because they always talk about, oh, lock your stuff. We're not responsible for your stuff and da da da. Mm-hmm. But for some reason I lost my lock. Um, and and one time I really wanted to go swimming but I don't have a lock. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to send out positive intention that no one's going to steal my stuff. I'm going to put it in the locker, unlocked, and I'm just going to walk away. And I've been doing that ever since. So, um, I mean, I take my phone, my keys with me, but everything else is just like, well, if they steal it, then I hope they use it well. But what about me, your wallet? Uh, my wallet's in my phone. I don't carry a wallet anymore. I just have it in. Um, mm. So, But before, I just let my keys and phones in there. Um, every time I do yoga classes, I've done that too. So... Mm-hmm. I rationalize that if you have that much money to pay for gym membership, then you wouldn't be in a situation where you would need to steal money, steal other people's things. That makes sense. But if it were like an open gym, it'd be different. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well it's, so, it's interesting because like when when we go to Colombia, we have to be like extremely cautious. We have like we have to take take off like all our jewelry. I keep a dummy wallet in my back pocket and then my real wallet in like a little flat fanny pack that I keep on like underneath my jeans. 
Mm-hmm. So in the event that someone like tries to steal from us, you just kind of take the the decoy um, wallet with just a few bucks in it and throw it at them and then run away. Um, you just have to, you know, it's just, you know, you just have like a high, a more heightened um, distrust everywhere you go for everyone. I guess the question I want to pose to you guys is, is it better to have distrust and live your life in a constant state of who's going to steal me, who's going to rob me, who's going to, who's going to like uh, shank me versus like in complete idealization where he's like oh people are good you know things would turn out okay you know i'm not i don't, I don't want to say na- naivete but a more of a people are good attitude i think you have to live in the middle you can't go too far one way or too far the other way or else you can't live your life mm-hmm. but if you go too far one way you're easy bait is what i'm thinking like you can't like the guy who went to that island in the middle of nowhere and tried to convert that the group of kind of natives to Christianity, like that was naive positivity. It could have ended in a great way, but common sense dictates you're probably going to die. And unfortunately that's what happened. It's kind of like you have to, you need some layer of your day to day, like understanding. So your positive vibes will get you so far as long as like you're being smart about it. Like that's why they have that joke about, like someone was hanging from a cliff or something and they're like, God save me. And then a helicopter flew by and he's like, Oh, do you need help? And he goes, no, don't worry. God will save me. And then someone has a rope. He goes, Oh, no worry. Don't worry. God will save me. And then it happens a couple more times and then he dies. And then he goes to heaven. He goes to God. He goes, I sent a helicopter. I sent a rope. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes you just need to use your common sense. God works in different ways. So you kind of just need to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. That's my point of view. That's actually just, you, yeah, you have to be preventive because you never know. <laughs> you can you can you can always trust, but you have to verify in a sense. Like you you can't just not be preventive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Casey said which is better, and to, the better is not worried about being shanked or robbed. Obviously, so you you know, be pre- you're preventive, but there's no there's no telling what's going through other people's minds so you just have to be vigilant well especially to like this happened um a year ago we were staying at one of my aunt's um country homes in colombia she invited more than 50 people to this house to celebrate my grandma's 96th birthday and there was a people there that i i didn't even know who they were and apparently there was a mysterious thief um, because mm. some, my aunt, somebody took her bra. Um, my what brother, a random thing to steal. My brother, somebody stole his pajama pants. Um, my my cousin and her fiance from LA, they brought like this nice camera. Luckily he had the camera on him, but he had like this... Um, this the batteries that he needed for for the camera and somebody sold like one of the batteries so we don't even know who this thief was but it was all good intentions to have this celebration and doing it at this home and there was just things going missing mm-hmm. and guess where where we had our stuff <laughs> in the rent- on your body in the rental in the in the car rental yeah <laughs> 
We left. And her. then my brother, he was so like, it was hilarious because my brother came up to me and my brother, he's like, guess what happened to me? And I'm like, what? He's like, can you believe it? Somebody stole my pajama pants. And he was so mad. <laughs> and we were just like, what? He's like, yeah, man, somebody stole my pajama pants. And then all of a sudden, he comes out with a little backpack. He's like, I'm putting this in the car. And can I leave it in your trunk? Because there's a thief there. And I don't know. I don't want to deal with that. And we were like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's funny. Well, not funny, but. It's kind of obscure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was mad at the time, but I mean, now what can you do? Like the pajama pants are gone, and he, he was mm-hmm. like, "I wore them. Like, who would take them?" And so it's <laughs> hilarious that mm-hmm. you know you never know. And the randomness, right? Because first it was a bra, then it was pajama pants. So then in my mind, I'm like, okay, they're gonna build a scarecrow, but then <laughs> batteries, the kind of I don't know. Yeah, and, and there was, like, other stuff missing that I don't even know my aunts were debating about. Then they were, like, trying to find out who the the mysterious thief was, and they got a little dramatic, but that's another story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was interesting being around so many people. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah. All right, guys, so we're at the 20-minute mark. Do you want to play rock, paper, scissor, and bottom line it? Sure. Sure. All right. So, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. We all got scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. So, we got two papers, a rock, and scissors. We, You know, we got to find out a way to... <laughs> if they think... choose something, then they'll automatically go to the next round. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. So, then it's uh, Jasmine and Courtney. Ready, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I can't see what Jasmine has. No, Jasmine has rock. All right, so you get the (laughs) bottom line. Okay. So for our listeners, what are some tips that you have for them? Um, It could be one or two tips that you have for them to prevent stolen packages. Mm, I'll go first. Order off of some place that will give you a refund if your package is stolen. I've done that to Amazon multiple times because my packages have been stolen and I complain very furiously and mm-hmm. they usually send me something else. So it okay. makes me happy. Good to know. What about you, Casey? Um, I'm deferring to Carl first because I got some cool insights that I want to deliver. Don't order online. Whenever you can, just go to the store. Stop being lazy. Uh, and then, of course, you can also order from a place that will give you a refund and track your package incessantly until it reaches your destination. But people, Carl, people are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and you had Cyber Mondays would be everybody who's ordering online. Guess who didn't order anything on Cyber Monday? The one who said to go to the stores. You? Yep. (laughs) Jasmine? I would say for folks to have security cameras on their their porches if they can. If they live in an apartment building, there's usually cameras at all entrances. So you're able to see, you have, you're able to see like, 
who where the mail is placed. Um, but if you do live in a residential area or rural area, just um, putting cameras helps. And I've seen it because you can always prove and then making sure that you put a, a police report if your items are stolen because not if you don't do those measures and anybody could say that you received a package and there was there was no theft prevention. Mm-hmm. Yep. Casey? Your awesome insights. We're ready for them. <laughs> right. uh, dang, this is way too quick. <clears throat> okay, the root of suffering is detachment. Bam. Detachment is not that you should own nothing, but nothing should own you. And the second one is from a guy named Ali Ibn Abi Talib. You guys are attached to things. If people take it, we give them to be. And you can always get refund. <laughs> That's my thing. Stop being attached to material things. Maybe to people. Maybe. <laughs> Good advice, Casey. And now we'd like to turn to our listeners. What do you think? Are there any ideas for what you'd like to hear on the show? Make sure to drop us a line at info@ologyresearchgroup.org. Check out our website to learn about our awesome services. And if you're interested in donating to our cause, Ology Research Group is an IRS 501c3 nonprofit corporation, so donations are tax deductible. Until next time.